Okay. Good morning. Today is June 5th, 2022. We are reading from the big book of AA, pages, page 85. We'll be starting on the paragraph that says, it is easy to let up. And we'll be reading through the second paragraph called, much has already been. Um, so today we are going to have a reader and that will be Annie A, who has volunteered to read for us. Hi, everybody. Annie A, compulsive overeater, binger, and restrictor. Grateful to be here doing service today. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We're headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol is a subtle foe. We are not cured of alcoholism. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all of our activities. How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly. We can exercise all our willpower along this line all we wish. It is the proper use of the will. Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from him who has all knowledge and power. If we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of his spirit into us. To some extent, we have become God conscious. We have begun to develop this vital sixth sense, but we must go further. And that means more action. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, checking my notes here. Okay. So we are going to now have a wonderful speaker handpicked by our higher power to read to us and share with us today. Uh, Lori H. is going to speak about the reading for about 20 minutes. Lori, are you ready to go? I am. Thank you. All right. Hit the road, woman. Good morning, family. My name's uh, Lori, and I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, yeah. Okay. This is a pretty meaty couple of paragraphs here. Uh, and it reminds me of exactly where I'm at. Um, I've done uh, the steps a couple of times, but none so thorough as uh, my current sponsor has guided me through in a way that um, enabled me to recover finally from that state of helplessness and hopelessness and have food neutrality for the first time in my OA journey. Um, and uh, where I tend to fall short is this 10th step. That uh, it's just, uh, we're in the 10th step section here. And uh, it, the very first line, it says, it's easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We're headed for trouble if we do. For the food for me is a subtle foe. And what that's telling me right there is uh, exactly where I tend to backslide. Um, I tend to stop paying attention to what's going on with me. Uh, I, I give myself a good hour and a half uh, to two hours of prayer and meditation every single morning. And to the best of my ability, I am uh, placing myself in the best possible understanding of my higher power as well. <clears throat> but at times my arrogance, you know, slips on in there. And, um, and I get to thinking, you know, that I, I'm good here, you know, and I, and I got this. 
and um, you know that these that I've been given these tools and and that the habits, the new habits are in, are ingrained so well that I don't have to pay attention as often as I was before. And this is so not true because that's when I need to pay attention even more. That's when, especially when, when things get challenging for me and things have been really challenging lately. Uh, my son has been in a terrible car accident and, and he was estranged from me and we did not get along very well, but now he's completely dependent on me. Um, he's, you know, handicapped and in my home and I have to take care of uh, most of his needs. Um, in addition to that, uh, well, we were in a car accident together uh, just the other day. I didn't know they were contagious. And um, uh, so I'm without a car trying to accomplish this while my uh, father is in the hospital with COVID and my aunt just had surgery and my sister is recovering. And there's like a whole long list of things. So when things get challenging like this, um, you know, it's easy for me to say, oh, I've got these these new habits and I've got my, my food plan and I've got my nutritionist and I've got my wonderful, beautiful family in OA that are on the other end of that phone. Should I avail myself of picking it up? Um, and I've got a sponsor that I can bounce stuff off, but I'm so busy, so busy dealing with all of this and, or, you know, not dealing with all of this because it's just too much at times. And, and, um, you know, Sometimes I, I just have to let go of these to-do lists that I've got going on. And I wake up with me every single morning. You know, there's, um, there's, there's a section here. That, there's a couple of things here that, that really jumped off the page to me. And that's when I, I see the word must. And there is a must in both of these paragraphs. You must carry the vision of God's will into all our activities, all our activities. How can I both serve thee? Thy will not mine be done. Okay, so what does that mean? It means I can't just pray and meditate, thinks I've got this. I'm, I am, I'm not a cordless model. I have to plug in. And for me, especially in challenging times, I have to plug in all day, all day. And, um, and really pay attention to what I'm doing, especially as I'm preparing now. And I've got all my favorite binge foods in the house. Um, and I'm preparing them for my son and I'm cooking for my son. And um, when I prepare and do my foods, I do it for health. I do it for life. I do it um, to honor what my body needs, what's going on currently with it, you know, in, in uh, conjunction with my nutritionist and the people that I bounce food off with, et cetera, et cetera. When, it's, when I'm cooking for him, this is a whole new ballpark. This is going back to what I could not accomplish before I recovered. Um, and there are smells and, uh, you know, they waft up into my nose, but they don't affect me like they used to. I used to have to go to when I went to a grocery store and I went by certain sections, I would just fall to pieces. And I, it, it didn't matter if I was on the phone with someone that was going to walk me through that grocery store in the beginning of my uh, uh, OA journey. I had to leave at times with a cart full of stuff and just apologize to someone and, 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 and give it to an employee and say, I'm so sorry, I can't put this back, but I've, I've got to go and leave them with a cart of groceries and run out of grocery stores in tears. And lest I not forget, you know, it says receiving this strength, inspiration and direction from him. That was my direction back then. 
keep my uh, keep my abstinence for that day. And that's what I needed to do. I don't have to do that. I don't have to run away from these smells anymore. Um, I can have this stuff in my home because I do have the neutrality because I have done the work. You know, it says um, if we've carefully followed the directions and I did, I made great notes when my sponsor told me to do something. Um, I, I had fantastic little detailed notes and I had no problem calling her back and saying at this point that, that I was confused about something and asking a question. Where I do fall short, going back to that, is this 10 step. Um, it's really important to me uh, to break it down uh, it, even further, you know, to ask myself some, some questions specifically when I'm thinking about an inventory piece and I find myself feeling bajiggity, um, something has happened and, 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 and I've been hooked. I'm in some sort of resistance and I can feel it you know, right in my gut, I don't like this, whatever is happening. I don't like what this person has said. I don't like what has just occurred here. I am not happy with, you know, whatever is the resistance. I have to ask myself, what happened? What is that hook? And then I have to ask myself, you know, how do I feel about that? How do I feel about that? Do I feel hurt, threatened, interfered with? And I have to name that hook. And this is a process for me of, of bringing this resistance to the light. And so then I ask myself, you know, what, what is the story here? What's the story I'm telling myself? Because it's usually based on, on, on me. I bring me into, you know, the present moment and my perception and my perception is off. Um, and I have learned that, you know, that the problem is with my thinking too. And, and I cannot deny that. Not only do I have the allergy that, you know, if I put the wrong food in my system, it's going to taste like more and I'm going to obsess over it and I'm going to think about it. And, um, and I'm gonna look forward to it at that meal again, if I've, I've, I've created a meal for myself. So my, my food is, you know, extremely, um, well, I like the way my food tastes today, even though it doesn't have, you know, all the, all the seasoning and flavorings and, the, and all these things that it used to in the past. I, I enjoy my food today. I get to taste stuff in food that, that people don't normally taste. When I eat certain vegetables, I, I can taste, you know, the fertilizer that they use, the other ground up vegetables, the plants that were growing nearby. I mean, my sense of taste has become a very, very acute and I appreciate all the subtle um, tastes in my food today and how healthy it is and that it doesn't come with uh, guilt and shame because I really didn't like the taste of that. Um, but in any case, um, so what is the story that I'm telling myself with, with this uh, situation? Uh, and, I, and I'll give you an example. Um, all right. Uh, I lost weight as a result of, of my neutrality and following this program. And I'm finally at a place where I'm generally comfortable inside my own skin. And I, I did think that that meant it was time for me to date. So, uh, I have entered into the dating world. Um, and I figured once I was going to be comfortable in my own skin, that it was going to go really well because great. I feel attractive now. And oh, look, somebody's attracted to me. And, um, and that's a wonderful feeling. However, uh, I never knew how to really communicate with uh, men, especially men that I find attractive. And, um, and something will happen because I, I'm still, you know, working on boundary issues. For example, he'll move too fast for me. And this is what recently happened. 
you know, he went right into wanting to kiss me on the lips. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, and I just kind of got up and walked away because I'm still working on communication. So I had to come back and I had to be open and honest and I had to bring my higher power into it. Like, I didn't like that. And I have to identify how did I feel with that? I felt threatened. I felt like he was moving too fast for me. But at that moment, I, I, I couldn't say it because at the same time I was feeling, yay, I'm attractive and he likes me and wants to kiss me. And, um, but I'm not ready for that. And I have to honor who I am authentically today. So that's the story. And I want to be able to say it in the moment instead of, you know, walking away and having to come back. So I have to ask what my part is here. Am I being selfish? Am I being self-seeking? Am I being dishonest? Am I being fearful? And, and it's a whole lot of all of that. I ask my higher power to remove it, just like the directions in the big book tell me. Um, and then if I'm not clear, I can call my 10th step partner. A lot of times I call my sponsor now uh, and I ask her, you know, if she's got time to 10th step with me. If not, I have other people that I know work a good program and they're going to tell me the truth. They're going to tell me the truth because I'm great at lying to me and I don't need people, other people lying to me. I do enough of that myself. You know, I'm, I'm a delusional individual. Just like I will always tell myself it's okay to have that first compulsive bite. I will tell myself all kinds of stuff. So uh, I'll call somebody up and, and if I'm not clear, they help get me clear because they have the outside perspective. Just like it's easy for me to say, hey, you know, I can see what's going on with you because it's not happening to me. You know? Um, they can help me with that. And now I need to go and I need to make an amends. Because as you know, as soon as I get close to this person, they're, they're ready to like jump back into this, uh, this situation. So I had to walk up to him after going to the bathroom and, and going through my little process here. And I had to say, you know what, I'm really not ready for you to just kiss me on the lips when we've, we've been, we've spent like all of an hour together. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and have some boundaries. And if and this person accepts it gracefully, and they did, they were like, okay, you know, uh, and, and um, I had to let go of that fear, the fear of being rejected. I have to, and it says right here in the paragraph, we must carry the vision of God's will into all our activities. That includes dating, because there was no God in dating in the past. There certainly was no God in my, in my dating experience. I mean, my, my first husband I thought was going to save me. My second husband was a reprieve from my life that also gave me a, a location to park my son so I could, you know, go and do my thing. Uh, and he was my best friend. So I figured you could do worse than, you know, marry your best friend, you know, and everything else would grow from there. But into all my activities, so got to bring that into... Um, Gee, my friendships, um, my relationships with my family, whatever that looks like, uh, certainly my amends. How about my job? Um, so, you know, when I, when I look at uh, starting in the workforce, I've been working for myself. Was that a reminder? Am I almost out of time? No? Okay. Um, no, Lloyd, somebody was unmuted. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so, um, I started to, I've been working for myself for basically a decade and I decided to, or my higher power guided me to fill out an application and get a job, which I could not understand for the life of me. Why would I, if I get $118 for a session, want to work for a job that started at 
$11 an hour, I believe it was, but my higher power was guiding me to it. And I was like, okay. And, it, and then I soon after realized, you know, I had spent, spent so much time in program in my, and, and in my, you know, little metaphysical bubble with what I do, uh, that um, spending time amongst uh, the normies, so to speak, and even having a job where I sell my favorite binge foods, because I, I was, honestly, there was some fear around that. And this was before the whole situation with my son. But uh, those two things, um, I surrendered to my higher power. I filled out the application. I got the job. I started working there. And then I realized, you know, all these spiritual principles in this program, um, the ones that when it says here, receiving strength, inspiration, and direction, uh, it brings up the spiritual principles for me, the honesty, the open-minded, the integrity, um, the perseverance. It brings up, um, you know, all the times in this book while working this uh, last round of steps where I highlighted the word we, because I had a deep desire to become a part of the we. And, um, and my pages are all lit up when I read them now with, with the word we. And some of the pages I even counted, like, like especially when we get to the very next page in the big book. Um, but it says here, you know, we carry it. We must carry it into all our activities. So I started bringing my spiritual principles into this new job. And lo and behold, I'm not the person that's now competing with the other people around me because there are you know, positions available and I wanna make more money. And I'm not the person that's just getting through my day for my paycheck, but now I'm the person that's considering the we and these people that are around me that I'm spending all this time with and at this job, these are my work family. And, and all of a sudden I'm really concerned with them and I'm really caring about them. And I'm just doing the best I can for all the customers that are coming in front of me um, to bring what I can uh, into this. Um, and it's a whole new experience in, in that because when I bring my higher power, first of all, I, I'm not good with technology. I never have been. And uh, having to learn to a computer system and, and work with all these, these you know, very quick high school and college kids uh, that are very good uh, with the technology was very daunting for me as well. But I, I remember to pray. I remember to take the sacred pause and pray and take a, take a breath and pause. And, you know, there and there it goes. And the power flows in. Um, the inspiration on how to do something and the direction, something I wouldn't have thought about or I wouldn't have noticed, you know, like all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, why don't you click on that? The thought comes and I click on it and there's how to get it done. I wouldn't have known that. How could I have known that? Um, so I am definitely sensing the flow of, of the spirit into me just by bringing my higher power into the workplace. Um, and I definitely would not be able to go walking through everything that I've got going on in my life because before I would go into the negativity and I would take that list of, of all the things I don't like that's happening right now with my loved ones around me. And I would start just go through the whole list instead of the first three or four. And I would be telling everybody about it and spraying my, my uh, negativity and my self-pity like a skunk all over everyone. And I'm not doing that. As a matter of fact, I have the opportunity in this um, uh, storm, so to speak, especially down here where we had a literal storm. Uh, I'm in Miami. 
and uh, uh, you know, and I got to be um, not the person rushing around and gathering the water and the groceries in, in, in the store, but the person that was kind enough to let the other people rushing around and gathering their groceries uh, get past me and go around me and, um, you know, and move out of their way. That's new. Like I was here. Uh, I used to expect people to get out of my way and now I move out of other people's way and I don't feel like less than for it. That's, that's all new stuff too. Uh, I can see someone coming and it's okay if I sidestep. You know, I, I'm getting so much more out of this program than the food neutrality, than the comfort within my skin. There is a peace that I never knew I could always feel. Didn't know this was possible. Didn't know it was okay to, to open my heart in situations where people are coming at me in anger and still come at them with love. And um, sorry, I'm just a little overwhelmed by, by some of the realization that, that's coming in here. Um, yeah, exercising the willpower along this line, all I wish the proper use of the will. I, I've read in our literature also that, um, you know, it, it's not uh, that, that all the normies, so to speak, they have all the same defects, but it really is the severity of the defect that, that sets me apart. And when it comes to the use of the will, I have these desires. I'm going to wake up with them every single morning, I, they wake me up even, the thoughts of my desires. What can I get done today on my to-do list? What can I, the sun is coming through the window and I'm enjoying that fact. Ooh, I'd like to go to the beach. Ooh, I'd like to, you know, what can I do today that's gonna be fun and, 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 and I'm going to enjoy and I, 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 and me, me, me. And, and, and then I, you know, I, I start my gratitude list before a foot comes out of that bed. Thank you. Thank you for getting me up today. Thank you for my abstinence. Thank you for my, for my measure of sanity. Thank you for my measure of health. Thank you for this body that endured so much abuse, so much food went through this body. And then sometimes not enough food went through this body. And, and then, you know, and I overexercised and ran out of the cartilage out of my knees. By the time I was 19 years old, my, my, my orthopedic surgeon told me that I was going to have to uh, have new knees. Well, guess what? I'm turning 50 this year. And because of this program, two rounds of physical therapy couldn't do what this program did for me. I can do squats with no cartilage in my knees. How is that possible? Well, <laughs> talk about the flow coming in. It cannot be anything else than miraculous. Nothing else for this, this handicapped woman to be able to move like she can move today. I can move with the best of them and my ego loves to get a hold of that, by the way. The fact that I became a kayak tour guide at this new job and that I passed flip training with, with the college girl next to me. Um, it's, it's, it's just miraculous. 
you know, from someone who who's uh, was getting ready to have a heart attack any day with that, you know, and was pre-diabetic and was facing, you know, a, being sent in for a biopsy so they could know which course to take and all these things and was in so much pain and over 300 pounds and that if I had to get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, walk hand over hand, holding onto the furniture just so I could shuffle my feet to that toilet and then be up the rest of the night because I couldn't back, get back to sleep because of the pain to be able to do what I never thought I'd be able to do again. I don't even park in the handicap spots anymore. Somebody else might be in pain that day and need it. And I'm generally not in pain. And it's not just the physical, it's the emotional, it's the mental, it's the spiritual pain. It's all that stuff that I used to be. It's all that, that, that guilt and shame that has come up to be healed as my body was healing, as my mind was healing, as I was being supported by, by all of you that, that loved me when I had no love for myself. And I get the beauty of, of, of seeing this, you know, um, in the women that come to me today that are in that same position, that are sick, that are in pain, and that are hurting on a level that I know too well, but it has brought me to a place, I'm, I'm glad that I'm a compulsive overeater. I'm glad I had to walk through this journey because without it, I would never know the peace that I have and be able to be here for my family on this level. I was way too selfish. I was way too self-centered and talk about vain when I was younger, when I could get away with it and, and, you know, control my weight back then or thought I was, you know, through these unhealthy things I was doing, I couldn't walk past a mirror. Most days I don't even brush my hair anymore. And I, and, you know, if I need to look in a mirror, it's, it's only to make sure there's like no goop in my eyes or, well, I don't want to be a little raw here, but I'm going to do it anyways, or like a booger or something, you know? Um, all right. I can go to a meeting live without brushing my hair. I can go wearing the clothes that month after month after month now, and now year after year, it's looking like are going to still fit me. And that's really nice to not have multiple closets of clothes. And then, you know, when I'm really heavy and clothes are so worn out and my thighs had rubbed all the material between them and there's holes in that area that I can, I don't have to worry that I'm not going to be able to find something in my size that fits. Lori, just a gentle reminder. We're getting close, probably a couple more minutes at most. Fantastic. Thank you. So let me let me just bring my higher power in real quick and see what else uh, my higher power has on these two paragraphs. All right. So I believe I have definitely, as I get to the bottom here, developed a vital sixth sense because I can do all kinds of things I never would have been able to. But this uh, we got another must right here. But we must go further, and that means more action. So as I'm backsliding with my tenth step at times. I'm also reminded of the fact that I have to keep calling my people every single day. My OA family that loves me and that loves to hear from me. In spite of what I might be saying to myself about that, like, I don't want to bother anyone with my stuff. Ah, no more lies. I don't need to tell myself these lies today. People do want to hear from me. We do care about each other. We do love each other. 
So that's an action I need to, to keep it and keep going. And, you know, I, I recently just went through a, a phase where um, I was having trouble keeping weight on, but, you know, I reached out to my nutritionist. I reached out to my sponsor and thank God today was the day when I finally got to uh, take a look at that and it's finally leveled out. So um, I'm feeling very comfortable with my program, but there is more action and I'm really enjoying sponsoring now. Um, and, um, and as I'm getting ready to leave this week for my trip for California, my higher power has brought me into uh, uh, a new sense of direction uh, with my food so I can travel, which I'm, I'm thrilled for. Uh, and um, the, the other actions that are coming up for me, uh, I'm just going to remain open-minded and willing to the best of my ability. And, um, and I'm going to keep coming back because when I listen to all of you and I have a question that uh, even though I might have taken it into my prayer and meditation that I don't feel like I've, I've gotten a resolution to, all I have to do is come to a meeting like this and listen to all of you. And that message comes through that uh, from God with skin on. So I will continue my prayer. God, please align me uh, with your will. Increase my desire for all that is in alignment with your, your will and decrease my desire for all that is not. Thank you so much, family, for listening and uh, allowing me to uh, share what's in my heart today. I love you. Lori, wow.